0: Welcome to the Armor Men's Health Show with Dr. Mystery and Donna Lee. Hello, and welcome to the Armor Men's Health Show. This is Dr. Mystery, your host, joined as always by my increasingly more popular co host, Donna Lee. <laughs>
1: That's right. I had a gentleman make me some jewelry the other day, one of our listeners. Really? Yeah. A was...
0: macaroni necklace?
1: Yes. <laughs> it was d-
0: delicious. <laughs> delicious. <laughs> It wasn't food, lady. This is a men's health show. I'm a board certified urologist. We've been providing this show as a service to the community for almost. Three and a half years. It's a long time. It's a long time. Have this show on the radio, but also as an available podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And Donna, you have a lot of other gigs nowadays, huh?
1: Mm Mm-hmm. I've been a little busy in the comedy field, so that's been fun.
0: That's good. I wish you were funny on the show.
1: (laughs) Me too. I wish you could let me have a minute to say something. (laughs) I run a
0: a urology clinic (laughs) in Austin, Texas. We have four offices, uh, four physician providers, uh, four uh, advanced practice providers who are like PAs and nurse practitioners we have that's what she said oh. then we have two pelvic floor physical therapists we have sex therapy we have nutritionists or a health coach here in the office and a strong commitment to making you healthier and as many ways as we can
1: mm-hmm. and um I just wanted to put drop in here that a patient met me in the lobby the other day and he said are you Donna Lee from the radio show and podcast I said I am it's so nice to meet you He heard me talking he recognized my voice and do you know what he said next what? he said you're prettier than your voice sounds on the radio <laughs>
0: <laughs> Thank you for that compliment, So To which sir. I
1: said, "I'm not sure how to respond to I'm that." Sure to Thank start. you. Question mark.
0: <laughs> Speaking of question marks, we love your questions on the show. Donna, go that, for it. That was good. Yeah, that I was a, I'm, I'm getting really
1: that good. was very I'm, smooth. I'm Thank you for that segue. This gentleman sent this in a little while back. We've been a little backed up for questions, but his subject line made me laugh just reading it. A burning question. Uh Uh-oh. And I heard music in the background, and the guy from Dateline in my head, (laughs) he actually didn't ask a question, but this is what he said. He said, hello again, Donna. Here's another question for Dr. Mystery. This is a repeat listener. Uh, I love it. I have to preface this by saying it was late, and the lights were off. (laughs) That's what he says. <laughs> i mistakenly grabbed the tube of icy hot instead of ky jelly last
0: night oh no
1: needless to say my girlfriend and i were on fire <laughs> literally all is well this morning but i'm hoping i didn't do any lasting damage he said by the way i would not recommend this with two exclamation marks <laughs> so i think the question is did he hurt himself or do any damage
0: it's unlikely they did any long-lasting damage. So that's the simple That's the simple answer. You know, I really want to talk, uh, I, I love talking about using different chemicals on your genitals <laughs> and how it changes things. One of the things that you never want to do is use Nair,
1: how- oh.
0: Nair on your genitals. So
1: Who uses Nair on their genitals?
0: I mean, somebody just one time, I assure you, because it just happens one time. It says explicitly on the thing to not use on your genitals, and that's not just a joke.
1: For like, those of you who don't know what Nair is, remove your hair from your body with horrifying chemicals.
0: <laughs> it burns the hair off you, okay? Literally. And so, you know, oh we've had patients in preparation for a vasectomy, for example, oh. just have no idea what to do down there. You know, it's bumpy and it's it's not It's not. It's not your face. It's your scrotum, and so they'll put nair on it, and they will never do that again because it burns and it hurts, and that lasts for a long time. In fact, nair was sued years ago. They should be by someone. I remember when I was in business school, the business law professor was trying to illustrate how stupid people are, and was like, "Can you believe that guy put nair on a scrotum?" And I said, "Well, sir, it does happen, you know, more frequently than you think because it's hard to shave the scrotum for vasectomies," and like the whole he didn't know that I was a urologist, and he's like. You sure know a lot about scrotum. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You're like, I'm just an average guy off the street.
0: So sometimes we use um, uh, things like Icy Hot or the, the kinds of chemicals that are uh, used to kind of create that warming sensation mm. uh, uh, therapeutically in some, in some patients. Okay. So there's a number of uh, gels, uh, or lubricants that you can buy for women. Okay. And mm-hmm. that has like a tingling or a, you know, a fresh menthol, mm. uh, that, that, <laughs> that, that, actually uses either a cooling <laughs> or a warming agent. Um, sometimes a more tingly agent, uh, a lot less concentrated than you would find in icy hot. Mm-hmm. And so those patients of ours that have difficulty achieving an orgasm or have diminished sensation. So like Diabetics, both men and women who have diminished sensation in their genitals, okay. we will use creams that have a burning capacity or you know, a component to them, meaning you know a warming component, not a burning component. Mm. And so we use capsaicin, <laughs> which is um, what makes chilies hot. Capsaicin. Capsaicin.
1: Is that a prescription?
0: We make it up. We we get it made up in a in a. Um, in a compounding pharmacy. Oh, okay. There's, there's, a, there's a brand of warming gel that you can buy similar to Icy Hot called capsaicin. That's oh. probably too strong. I would not put that on your genitals. Cool. And uh, certainly make sure it's okay with your partner before you slap any of this on because...
1: Or maybe turn the light on.
0: <laughs> the lights were off. <laughs> and I grabbed the Icy I heard, Hot.
1: I love this person. <laughs> I have to preface this by saying it was late and the lights were off.
0: <laughs> and there may have been some vino involved. <laughs> <laughs> we were trying oh. to spice it up with some icy hot. You know. So uh, it leads me to uh, kind of that broader discussion that a lot of patients will come to us at various stages of life complaining of diminished sensation in their penis. Mm-hmm. We, all, we do have a number of patients that come in with some type of chemical injury or chemical burn to their penis on a, on a uh, you know, more related to this question. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had patients that uh, in other countries for gonorrhea and chlamydia, they actually inject like harsh chemicals into the urethra Why? to kind of clean it out. Oh. I don't know.
1: That sounds counterproductive. It, should, it shouldn't go there.
0: We <laughs> have women that for various kinds of, you know, uh remedies that they've heard about, you know, on the street will use different <laughs> chemicals in their uh in their vaginal douches to try to keep them from getting yeast infections and and urinary tract infections. What
1: a dirty street. I mean, there's <laughs> what a dirty no. street.
0: <laughs> uh and so uh, th- there are there are therapeutic things that are done with these organs, but you should probably go to a physician who knows what should go in there and on there.
1: Maybe your urologist, perhaps, or maybe a o- urologist, OB-GYN.
0: maybe your urologist, or maybe your ob And if uh, if you've heard something and your provider just kind of um, kind of dismisses you out of hand, then you may need to find another provider because not you know we say this all the time on the show. Not every doctor is the same. Mm-hmm. There's a basic amount of knowledge that fortunately everybody knows that's far superior to what the general public knows. But when it right. comes to like these specific areas, you know, what is the composition of the vinegar solution that you should use in your douche? For preventing urinary tract infections, that's something that we know. And we, we do it all the time.
1: Is douche still a word that we can use? I feel like it only talks about guys that are preppy. I, I only say it negatively now. I don't use it as a female product that flushes out her. That's hoo-hoos.
0: because Dr. Donna is just a <laughs> trademark, not a true educational thing.
1: I just feel like douche is not the right word anymore.
0: <laughs> what should we use? Vaginal washing?
1: Yeah, vaginal The shower. Swisher.
0: Vaginal shower. <laughs> okay, so for your vaginal shower, if you need certain, <laughs> uh, but but there are things that we can um, put in there that also prevent yeast infections. Uh, on the male side, um, there are things that we put in the urethra for chronic urethritis or chronic burning, mm-hmm. lidocaine and steroids. So you th- inject it. You inject it in there. So mm. it's not the it's not that you should never do anything to yourself on your genitals. That's not the the lesson here. You Icy do hot the right thing. is probably not the right way to go about mm-hmm. it. But um, the likelihood of any long term skin damage or urethral damage or mucosal damage is very low. Mm-hmm. But again, as a reiteration, we, we do use kind of warming agents, cooling agents in a variety of therapeutic reasons. Mm-hmm. So if you have diminished sensation of your penis or you have perceived diminished sensation, you know Uh, We can actually test for it. We have um, a a vibratory stimulation, and we have temperature uh, detection, and we can actually show you or demonstrate whether you have improved uh, or if you have diminished sensation or or nerve function in your penis. Uh, We use it in women uh, who tell me that they have diminished Mm -hmm. sensation of their vagina or clitoris uh, if they have difficulty achieving an orgasm as well, we use these same tests. And the problem with nerves is that it's very difficult to improve your nerves. So uh-huh. the only thing that we do that is probably considered more regenerative is that PRP shot or the uh, 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 platelet-rich, platelet-rich plasma. Rich plasma injections that we'll do or the P shot and the O shot that we do for women are both designed to kind of inject more regenerative um, uh, bodily resources into these organs Mm -hmm, uh, and and, and improving sensation is probably the most consistent thing that we'll see with that.
1: You know, I watch a lot of Bravo TV shows, anything that starts with the word housewives, I'm watching it. (laughs) And like all of them are doing the O shot now.
0: Yeah, so somebody, I, they may be sponsored. And like, then they would like talk shop.
1: about it afterwards, like they're getting it, for, well, they have a, their a plastic surgeon friends on the show, so they're getting sponsored, I'm sure. But they talk about it afterwards and how they're having these incredible orgasms, and I don't know if it's just TV, but it seems to be working, and I believe everything they say.
0: <laughs> thank God. For they're people, my mentors. Thank God for people like you. They're my heroes. <laughs> uh, but uh, for those of you that uh, uh, you know have a sensory issue or something like that, we would be happy to see you as a patient. Uh, Donna, how do people get a hold of us?
1: You know, uh, you can call us during the week if Five one two I'm just going back to this guy. Ironically, my husband and I have less sex because of Icy Hot. You know because why? Because he's
0: got the arthritis.
1: Because he puts it on his damn shoulders and he smells like an old man. <laughs> and I go the other way. So anyway, you can reach out to us again <laughs> at armormenshealth.com. Sorry, Michael. Uh, we're in Round Rock, North Austin, South Austin in Dripping Springs, Texas, where you were out there quite often now these that's, days. Right. that's right you're booked out quite a bit so give us a call again at 512 238 uh hang in there we're gonna have more questions we're a little backed up on questions so keep sending those questions to armormenshealth.com and
0: i'm dr mystery your host here's always with my wonderfully funny and comic co-host donnelly
1: That's right. I am very, very funny. Keep that in mind.
0: She's been a great partner of ours. She is in charge of our marketing and business for the uh, urology practice that I started in 2007. This this is our 15th anniversary. If you're listening in the future, then maybe it's our 20th anniversary. Mm. Who knows?
1: (laughs) You can hear his gray hairs growing.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It has been a gray hair (laughs) inducing uh, experience here. We love practicing uh, urologic medicine. Uh, A lot of people ask me why I became a urologist. I always tell them because of the jokes. It tends to be a very lighthearted and fun specialty, even though we deal with very serious issues, including prostate and kidney and bladder cancer. We deal with kidney stones, a lot of hormone replacement therapy in both men and women. And then of course, a never ending slew of erectile and sexual problems. We think that, <laughs> and if, if you're out there and you have sexual problems and you're just going to somebody who's just pushing a pill, then I think that you're not getting what really you need in terms of a full evaluation. And we would like to help you. So,
1: you know, I had a patient call, or a listener call from Connecticut last week. I talked to his wife the week before, and then he called me and they live up in Connecticut, but sometimes they They have a home in Austin and stay here on occasion. Anyway, he said, are there any holistic urology offices that you know of in Connecticut? And I was like, oh, hell no. I don't know. (laughs) I'm in a bubble here. I don't (laughs) know. I've never heard of holistic urology until I started with you. So then we were having a really long chat. Anyway, long story short. So he went to a urologist in Connecticut and the guy that he saw, the urologist, only pushed One pill, Viagra, had nothing else to give him. And he's heard us talk about Sparkwave and uh, supplements and all the other things. And he said that that guy said that Sparkwave or Shockwave does not work for anybody. There are no studies that prove it. And it's just a piece of equipment that they're going to sell you on. And and I was like, I took my hoops off out of my ears. I took my shoes off. I was ready to fight this guy. (laughs) Well,
0: I I think that uh, it's there are certain things that we deal with in our practice that we really enjoy taking care of. Testicular pain is another great example of Mm -hmm. something that urologists talk all the time about the bane of ball pain that's in their office. The bane of ball pain. Meaning that testicular pain when they see it in their office is something that they don't, it's because they don't really have a lot of tools to improve that patient. So because they don't, they don't like taking care of it because they don't think they can do anything about it. Same with erectile dysfunction. They don't think that they can provide a better solution to the patient. But if you don't, if if you're treating ED out there and you're not helping them improve their cardiovascular health, learn about the improvements of natural ways of improving testosterone, repair, their hormones giving them supplements i mean you're really missing out on a wonderful opportunity to help patients along
1: for sure and this guy did say uh and i told him a joke just to give that guy that urologist up there two or three years and i bet he has this equipment in this you know the tool yes, in his yes. toolbox like we do and i said it's never our first go-to we have it as one of the options but he did say he went to a t- spark wavy clinic here the men's peaky one they went from six treatments now they're pushing 12 treatments and mm-hmm. it's very salesy ain't pushy and 12 treatments is like ten thousand dollars <laughs> it's something outstanding it's a lot it's a
0: lot of money so yeah. and unfortunately there's so many patients that go to these pop-up clinics that provide you know low intensity shockwave therapy or linear what is linear, linear compression compression therapy ultrasound but just if,
1: listen to the commercial they played 20 minutes ago on the radio show <laughs> but
0: if they but if, if, if you're going to a place that only offers one, one tool thing. then you're going to get offered that one tool and, and so many patients I, I hate it when I see the veterans that go there yeah. and they spend thousands and thousands of dollars for severe erectile dysfunction that was never going to work in the first place and they use these kind of gimmicks of like using an ultrasound showing you how how robust your pulse is in your carotid or your femoral and then how you don't right. hear anything in the penis I assure you that this is all garbage showmanship. Uh, it's not It's not actually true. If you're not having a true ultrasound, a true professional doing your ultrasound on mm. a screen, then you're not really getting a, an ultrasound of your penis. Right.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, we have questions. Do we have a question? Let's go for it. So forward. the last segment, we talked about a couple who had an unfortunate incident. So this is another couple, but it's a little more serious, but I thought you'd be intrigued to have a back-to-back couples question. This gentleman said, I'm a 69-year-old male in great health, but had bladder cancer in 2015. I beat it, and so far, it's been gone. He said, I have dry orgasms due to work on my bladder and urethra. Lately, sometimes I have pain when I have an orgasm. Not sure why, but my girlfriend, who gives me <laughs> jobs and jobs when she is not wanting pleasure herself, I seem to have that pain. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It's a little choppy. I feel like my orgasm may not be releasing itself inside when I have this pain. Anyway, I'd like some feedback as to ideas you might have. Um, and I thanks, and I love your show.
0: Well, that's great. I mean, this idea of having painful orgasm is something that we uh, deal with very frequently here mm-hmm. in the office. So post-surgical painful orgasm might be different in terms of what what's causing it than if you have a painful orgasm without surgery. So uh, the, the a common a common patient that we'll see is a younger patient in this case mm-hmm. who has pain either in the shaft or tip of the penis with an orgasm or behind the testicles in the perineum, you know, the taint area.
1: What's causing the pain?
0: And that's, that's all pelvic floor. Oh. It's all pelvic floor. So okay. what happens when you, when you have an orgasm is that uh, in, in, our, in our brains especially men that have testicular pain, mm-hmm. they think that when you have an orgasm, the semen comes straight from the testicles, gets squeezed, and goes straight up the tubes, out into your prostate, into your urethra, like, like we were a cow somehow. So, but <laughs> if that were the case, then our <laughs> testicles would get real big, and then they'd be real small after, oh, yeah, after, after orgasm. But that's and not they, what happens. They don't do that. In fact, the majority of the fluid is made in the prostate gland, which is why you will have no ejaculate or a dry ejaculate, meaning it goes back into the... Into the bladder when Mm -hmm. you've had any number of prostate surgeries, even prostate radiation, high intensity focus ultrasound in our office, uh, uh, a TERP, almost any kind of procedures. And certainly after your prostate's removed, you're not going to have the majority of the fluid because it's not there anymore. But
1: the dry ejaculate feels like an ejaculate. So most of the time. It should
0: feel like an orgasm.
1: So it really does feel fine. It should feel fine. It's just that you're not showing what you guys like to show, and then you're like, Something's wrong.
0: <laughs> I had a patient come in the other day, and I and and, and usually uh, when we're doing prostate surgeries, uh, he asks uh, that you know uh, the patient doesn't want retrograde ejaculation. Right. He goes. Uh, I don't want any of those options. I want the 100% guaranteed that I will never make a mess again. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was funny. And his wife's standing behind him going, mm-hmm. uh-huh.
0: So, so, it was, I just don't get to hear that one very often. Right. You know, usually, they're, You always they're have patients that yeah, say the, other, right? the opposite yeah, way. Yeah,
1: I want right? to show it all.
0: <laughs> and so um, uh, in this patient who has a painful ejaculation, um, there are several components of the ejaculation uh, like the, that orgasm reflex. Mm-hmm. First of all, there's the preparation for it, which is when you squeeze part of your muscles, that's a, a lot of that Kegels is the classic Kegels to keep the penis up. So maybe when he's getting, you know, he's not having intercourse, maybe he's straining more to be able to keep that erection. So mm-hmm. if the, if the, if the, eject, if the, if the, if uh, the lead up to the orgasm is what's painful, then that's a different set of muscles than if it's after you orgasm mm-hmm. and then have pain after that. There's a there's a whole subset of muscles whose whole job it is to help squeeze out the the semen from where the prostate deposits it in the urethra out the head of the penis. Okay. So that muscle is different than the muscle that helps you keep an erection. So understanding so where in the process, well, I mean, it's a complicated pro- it is, it is, is. <laughs> it is the most important process that occurs in our life. That's true. If if if, to, if, to if those muscles didn't work, your heart beating would have it is of no importance. You understand? Uh-huh, if we can't sense. procreate, yeah. then then our species doesn't exist. You're right. So, um, so that's that that process is is it has a lot of components to it, and any mm-hmm. of those muscular components can have a problem. So we will uh, see you. We will take care of you with pelvic floor physical therapy. As I said, we have two on staff mm-hmm. uh, that deal with this. Uh, exact thing. You may feel embarrassed to have to deal with it because it doesn't seem like a life-threatening thing, but it's a lifestyle enjoyment thing. I mean, we're more than happy to help take care of it. Right. Sometimes we'll use medications that are more muscle relaxant, like amitriptyline, but for the most part, that's not necessary. Hmm. In the post-surgical situation,
1: mm-hmm.
0: that's where you have scar tissue.
1: Oh, that makes sense.
0: So, the scar tissue, sometimes we will use something like low intensity shockwave therapy. We'll use a lot of manual manipulation. We'll want to make sure that there's no scar in the urethra that's leading to the pain.
1: And the f- pelvic floor physical therapists have the little devices and things that help with that. That
0: help with some scar breakdown and you stuff got like the that. The dolphin thing they have. Yes. Don't they?
1: And they put it on your body and it squeals and then you, they <laughs> touch your scar and then it releases the pain. I don't know.
0: It's it felt great. For you. It's working for It you. You. <laughs> <laughs> was amazing. I didn't even have a scar. <laughs> and so the, in the post-surgical situation, sometimes just straight up pelvic floor physical therapy won't work. You need kind of a, uh, something more invasive. And, um, and, and that's just so important to know because when you've removed organs mm-hmm. that sit on these muscles, the scarring response can, can, can lead to, um, uh, pain from a different, uh, you know, different origin. Hmm. So, uh, Never for this patient with, um, with painful, uh, uh orgasm, mm-hmm. uh, you know, if, if you go to a, if you go to a, a urologist that doesn't know how to deal with that, or that, that doesn't have a pelvic floor, f- pelvic floor in the office, uh, then you, you may not get kind of the the answer you want. So right. so make sure you get an answer that, you know, makes you feel comfortable that they've explored what's going on with you.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Good point. If people want to see us, how do they get to us?
1: You can call us at 512 238 and you can check out our website armormenshealth.com. If you're a patient of Dr. Mysteries and you see him on a Wednesday at our Lakeline location, it's your lucky day. We're together on Wednesdays. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying so you can tell me that I'm pretty and I sound terrible on the radio. Um, okay, well, thanks so much for listening and be sure to check out our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts.
0: The Armour Men's Health Show is brought to you by NAU Urology Specialists. For questions or to schedule an appointment, please call 512-238-0762 or online at ArmorMenshealth.com.